Hello everyone. Welcome back to Crocheting Through Medical History. I'm Maria. I'm here to crochet and talk about medical history. I, uh, today am making a cardigan, I think. I'm kind of just right now single crocheting a lot, um, with three strands of, like, brown shades. But theoretically, it will be a cardigan at some point. I'm also drinking hot chocolate that is too hot for me. But it's yummy. So we're gonna we're gonna keep doing that. Um so like I accidentally hinted at for the past like three weeks, we are finally talking about metachromatic leukodystrophy um it was very nice to get back into researching and to like actually sit down and do some work but it was also very sad because this condition is just very sad um so y you'll see you'll see why but yes, today we're talking about metachromatic leukodystrophy, or MLD. And since I learned about this condition, I've wanted to make an episode about it. But I honestly didn't really know anything about it until I actually started researching. So, normal disclaimer, I'm not a medical professional. I'm not a professional on this topic. Um... I don't think I know much of anything, uh, and I know that I will accidentally probably say something false. So, my apologies, my full respect to and love to anyone who has dealt with MLD in their life or the life of a loved one. I'm very sorry. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I promise. I just only really started researching MLD like five days ago. So, um, that said, MLD sucks. So, let's get into it. Metachromatic leukodystrophy, or MLD, is a rare hereditary disease caused by a mutation in most commonly the ARSA gene or more rarely the PSAP gene. MLD causes an accumulation of sulfatide fats that destroys the destroy the protective myelin sheath around nerves in the central and peripheral nervous system. This disease affects motor and intellectual functions and can cause seizures difficulty walking and talking, and behavioral or personality changes. There are three types of MLD categorized by age at the onset of symptoms. The first is late infantile MLD, second is juvenile MLD, and then there is adult MLD. More than half of those diagnosed with MLD start showing symptoms before the age of three years, so this is late infantile type. 20 to 30% have the juvenile type, 
um, with symptoms appearing between ages 4 and 16. So roughly 20% of those with MLD have onset of symptoms when they are 16 or over 16, I guess. And this is where, when I was researching, it was already starting to get to me because most of the kids that have this disease are tiny. Like, two is like, I think I read somewhere that like one and a half ish was the like most common age of onset. And that's just really sad that they're just like barely more than a baby. And then they have this disease that just wreaks havoc. So, yes, I got very sad at this point, and I had to stop researching for a day to kind of like redo my mindset. But it's still very sad, even if I'm not, like, crying about it anymore. Um, but, again, so much love to anyone that has had to deal with MLD personally. Because even me dealing with it not personally and just seeing it from afar is really sad. Forgot to mention, I don't know this family personally, but... I learned about this condition from sort of meeting the parents of a boy that is unfortunately has passed away from MLD now. So I didn't know him. I didn't know them when he was sick. But it still sucks to see even from afar. So I just cannot even imagine the sort of pain and grief that they go through with it but emotions aside let's keep going <laughs> MLD is an autosomal recessive gene I think it's a it's a condition that affects I should have proofread MLD is an autosomal recessive genetic disorder, I guess, meaning two parents who are asymptomatic carriers of MLD are 25% likely to have a child with MLD, 50% likely to have a child that carries MLD, and 25% likely to have a child that does not have the gene or the condition. MLD is very rare, affecting only one in every 40 to 160,000 people, but in some people groups, there is a much higher prevalence. Um, the Navajo or some Middle Eastern races are more than 1 in 2,500 people are affected by it, so that's a big jump from 40,000 to 2,500. And the first known case of MLD was seen in 1921 
and there have only been approximately 300 known cases since then. So, very rare. Not, not very prevalent. So, the first notice symptom... Gimli? Sorry, Gimli just, like, grabbed my yarn and tried to run away with it. On accident or on purpose, I don't know. Gimli, stop. I think he found a new toy. And it is my yarn. Oh my gosh, she's looking at it. Okay. <laughs> Where was I? The first notice symptoms vary with, with each type of MLD, but Gimli. Try three. Take a deep breath, everybody. We're, we're doing okay. Whew. So, the first notice symptoms vary with each type of MLD. With the late infantile type, the first symptom noticed is often difficulty walking with either dragging of feet or toe walking. With juvenile type MLD, motor or cognitive changes resulting in academic difficulty are the most, <clears throat> the most common first symptoms. And with adult onset type, the first symptoms are often slurred speech or behavioral changes. After the onset of symptoms, diagnostic testing for MLD is made up of genetic and biochemical tests. Genetic tests are meant to identify affected R A R S A and P S A P genes, while biochemical tests identify chemical changes such as sulfatase enzyme activity and sulfatide excretion in the urine. Confirmative MLD testing is generally a brain MRI visualizing the presence or absence of myelin sheaths around the nerves, though this brain, this brain scan can show false normal results if the patients are young children. Unfortunately, MLD is a degenerative condition with no specific treatment for children with few or no symptoms, stem cell transplant can be considered to replace the affected genes, I believe. Um, but it is debated whether or not the results of this treatment are worth it as they are not always effective and the procedure itself is pretty risky. Patients are often just treated symptomatically, but the condition cannot be reversed or drastically slowed. So it does unfortunately kill the patient. Um, thank you to rarediseases.org the Orphanet Journal of Rare Diseases, and the Journal of Child Neurology 
for the articles and papers regarding MLD that I researched from. As you heard, there wasn't really a lot of history. Um, it was discovered or first diagnosed in 1921, but there wasn't really, like, information from them. So yeah, not a lot of history there, but it's very rare, not a lot of research articles out there to research from. So my apologies, but it was important to me to do this episode and to share about the condition and to get it out there, even if it didn't completely fit with the usual setup for this podcast. I also want to mention the little boy that inspired this episode. His name is Grayson. He was diagnosed with late infantile MLD in 2017, and he passed away from the condition in 2022 at only five years old. His parents are raising awareness for metachromatic leukodystrophy and supporting families of children with MLD and other complex medical conditions. To learn more about their work, you can find them on Facebook at either Amazing Grayson's Journey is their general page or Grayson's Equipment Corral is another page for their pediatric medical equipment lending closet that is based in eastern Iowa. So their goal there is to help families that are affected by MLD or other medical conditions that need like expensive treatments and equipments so they have like good condition high quality equipment um that they had for Grayson and I think they've also like collected donations um so they use those to loan out to other families so that they don't need the financial burden of purchasing new equipment for their children and that they can know they're getting high quality equipment while not breaking the bank for it but still helping their child in the way that they need so that is very cool that is Grayson's Equipment Corral you can also support them through Venmo at Amazing Grayson um, A-M-A-Z-I-N dash G-R-A-Y-S-O-N Amazing Grayson I also had the honor of connecting with Grayson's mom and I asked her a bit about MLD. Big thank you to Kristen. Um, it was very kind of you to talk to me and I really appreciate it. And she said, MLD will rob your child's life and steal your dreams. It takes away the privilege of using their beautiful names in normal conversations and will leave you wondering who they'd be today instead of knowing. Kristen Schminke, mom to Grayson Hunt Schminke, Forever 5. Kristen also mentioned the organization's MLD Foundation and Cure MLD. If you want to support the cure of MLD or if you just want to learn more about it, 
you can check out those two online. Yeah, sorry, this episode is kind of a bummer. Um, so, I feel weird moving on from it. I got another row here done for my cardigan. It's so long. I think I only need a couple more before I have to figure out, like, the sleeve holes. So, pray for me. Um, it's been a really hectic few weeks, so I have not done a lot of projects. I did sew a dress last week, mostly. I sewed it enough to be wearable, but I didn't get around to adding all of the extra features that I want to add for aesthetics. But I did make it. So eventually, once I finish adding on all the extra frills and bells and whistles, then I will do a little photo shoot and I will share it with you. But not yet. Because I want the full product shown and I don't want to post it now because then I probably won't finish it and I really want to finish it. <laughs> so that is the biggest thing I've been working on the past few weeks. And it's very cool. And it's really cool. I enjoyed it. I wore it on Sunday. It was real fun. I need to hem this girl up a couple inches because I was definitely tripping over it on the stairs but it was fun to wear fun to make shout out again to Hannah my crafty friend we sewed together um and it was fun and we're now we're little matchy 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 friends with complimenting dresses so that's it I think that's really it I think I'm finally going to release my mystery pattern this week. Hopefully. Um, yeah, I asked the testers to get their final work done and send me pictures so that I could post it this week. And I forgot to check back on them. But that is the plan <laughs> to, uh, to post in this week so keep an eye out for that if you crochet and would like to crochet this fun mystery pattern that I'm working on yeah um thank you for listening mm, I guess another exciting thing if you are listening on Spotify or Apple Podcast, or Google Podcast, or Amazon Music, or any of those, you can also head over to YouTube and you can watch me. Um, a few people mentioned that I should start a YouTube and just record myself while I'm recording because it wouldn't be that much harder. And let me tell you, it's a lot harder. I was not prepared, but I think it'll be fun, and I think it'll help us reach more audiences. So if you want to find me, 
I will be Maria Makes Makes on YouTube. We'll see if I ever branch out into non-podcast videos. I would like to at some point, but this is not the phase of life to do it in, I don't think. So I may brainstorm and come back to it later. But for now, we will at least have video versions available as well as audio. So that's fun. Uh, go give me a subscribe and maybe share so that your friends and family can also look at me. I uh, did though, the camera's positioned too high to actually see me crochet really, but I promise I was crocheting through most of that. But maybe I'll have to figure out a way to, to make it more crochet friendly. We'll see. Anyway, thank you for being here. Thank you for learning with me as always. Um, stay safe, stay healthy, and I will see you next week. Bye.